You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. Welcome to Figuring It Out, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I am Dukes, and this is Figuring It Out, the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If it's your first time tuning in, thank you for tuning back in. If you're returning to the show, thank y'all. Like, my theme song is lit. I know. Okay, I'm tired. I sound tired because it's hot. Oh, turn the goddamn thing up. It's hot in here. Whew, y'all. It's hot. It's cold. So cold in the D, but not today. It's hot as hell. But um, I sound fat. Hold on, hold on. Let me catch my breath. <laughs> I was running up the stairs, and it's hot. Okay. So, it's a very special episode. We worked so hard to get this episode uh, um, recorded, and I finally got it. And I'm excited. I got, some, I got some special guests. I always say I got special guests because all my guests are special. But today, they're really special because we all chefs in here. This is a chef episode that I've been trying to get pop in for a long time. I got some chefs in here. Chefs of different different levels of success, different levels of of, I don't know, different levels of chefs. That's what we call it. We got different levels. Girl! Oh, my God. We got mom chefs. <laughs> well, so, let's just introduce my guest. We got Shay's back. My best friend's back. Shay. Hey. <laughs> I'm Chef Real. Real in that crib. Oh, my gosh. You could just say hello normally. Like a normal. Hi, guys. How are you? <laughs> and I have Meezy. So, we, okay... Rail and Shay and I went to school together in uh, Arizona, La Cordon Blue College. Oh, oh, no, no. It wasn't that when we started. It was Scottsdale Culinary Institute when we started. SCI. Why do you keep shouting like top regular? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're able to speak now. We are like. <laughs> hey, look. I'm doing my thing. You do your thing. Nobody can see you while you're dancing. It don't matter. Anywho, when we started school, when we started culinary school, it was Scottsdale Culinary Institute. And that goddamn commercial got me. I started at... um. At um, where I go? Schoolcraft in the culinary program. I wanted to be a chef, and then I was like, I failed a nutrition class three times, and on my third time around, I was laying around on that couch looking at that ITT um Institute commercial. Like, what are you doing? Just laying there, nothing. That's what you like. And I'm like, yeah, man. I keep failing this goddamn class. I was feeling horrible. And then the next commercial was, do you want to be a chef, pastry chef, a restaurant manager? And I was like, I do want to be a chef. Picture chef, restaurant manager. And I called the goddamn number, and here we go. I went to the Cordon Bleu. I went to Scottsdale Culinary Institute, and halfway through, they changed it to the Cordon Bleu College of Culinary Institute. Oh, yeah, my God, baby, here, too. Hey, baby D. You can talk. My, we got babies up in here, so we can all watch our moms or whatever. <laughs> but, yes, so that's how uh, we met, and then me. What, from the hood and then Instagram? From the hood to Instagram to the studio. Hoodgram. Oh, my God. Anyway, so I wanted to know, uh, how did you guys... Okay, so y'all know that that um, goddamn commercial got me 
to go to Scottsdale Culinary Institute. Oh my God! And no, no I think we all got pretty much hooked on that commercial. That commercial got y'all too. Yeah, yeah. They just they advertise so much and they, they set that dream well. like, oh wow. Do you want to oh, be a chef? You want to be a chef? chef. When you graduate, manager? you're gonna be executive chef. Right. You're gonna make so much money. False dreams. Wow. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, it got everybody, bro. It got everybody. Let him go. I'm recording. <laughs> but um, how did you get? In the industry, what make you? What made you prior to that commercial? What made you want to be a cook or a chef or a picture chef or a restaurant manager? Anybody? Well, food's been in my life, my entire life. Uh, my great grandmother, my grandmother, my mom. I just remember being in the kitchen with them, smelling all that good food, and like being happy around food. So right. it's just always connected with me that way more than any other career field could because i mean i have other titles and things like that but cooking just stuck with me and again that crazy ass commercial you know this this was hyped me up it's like okay i can do it i can do it yeah my nana she had a catering business so it's cooking is all in our family anybody know us the dukes we cook everybody always said that we that's we know how to do cook that's what we know how to do Start some shit and cook. <laughs> and so I always knew I wanted to be um, something. I always knew I wanted to have, right, same what he said. Like, I always knew I wanted to be involved. I didn't know how necessarily, but I always knew I wanted to be involved with food. I had an easy bake oven. I loved it. My mama actually didn't let me cook. So in the house, she never let me like cook. Oh, that's never crazy! They me. told me, "Hey, nigga, stir this, Mm-mm. taste that." Uh, my nana did. This. <laughs> my, my, my nana, who was my mother's mother, she did at her house. But my mama, she was always like, "Parent, like you're gonna burn the house down. You're not allowed to be unattended. All you can do is microwave shit." Like, so I can make noodles. That's about it. And she still used to be tripping. Like, what are you burning? I'm like, bro, it's boiled water. Chill out. So I don't even know how I'm able. How I was able to. Like love cooking so much, it actually be good at it because I wasn't allowed to cook. I mean, we we all had our you know failures before we could actually cook something. You know, you know. Oh my god, white rice, fuck that <laughs> shit. I can't. I know how to make it now. I just I got a good ass tip. Listen up, listen closely. Turn your radios up. Tip for making white rice. First of all, rinse your rice, and I learned this from an Asian, so you know it's real. So you put your fucking rice in there you rinse it like once or twice and then no matter how much rice you got in the pot put your index finger to the top of the rice and fill the water to the first line on your finger that's how much water you always need no matter what and there you go you good put it on don't touch it it's rice I learned that I just learned that like two months ago yeah everybody has a misconception that you need to stir rice yeah why are you stirring the rice (laughs) I always put too much water not enough water do not stir just let it go it's good well white rice fuck waking white rice and pancakes I hate that I hate making jasmine rice I I like making it's all the same I I like you let the shit boil yeah I'm talking about afterwards (laughs) when it's done cooking I, I hate like so now I don't work in a regular Oh my God, son! <laughs> I don't know how he good. He good. Anywho, so when I serve the you know Asian style whatever uh, dishes with the jasmine rice, and I'm like, it's, when it sits there in a hot well, you know, it's sticky. it gets it gets it's yeah. And it's like it's already sticky already. So you should undercook so, it a little bit. Girl, I try. I, I do that too. So like, I'm like, oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. And then I've set it on the line, and I'm like. 
rice. <laughs> Why you can't get noodles? You want jasmine rice? <laughs> well, try working at a sushi restaurant. Right. Mm. So, Means, how'd you get your start with the uh, culinary industry? What is your... Okay, wait. Before you tell us how you got your start in the culinary industry, I want everybody to tell us what what is your place in the culinary industry, and then you tell me how you got your start in the culinary industry. Where's your, where, where are you at in the culinary industry? What? for yourself, right? And y'all, um, how long ago was that? Two years ago, y'all follow um, follow Mees Meezy on Instagram. His name is Fat Mees, so he be eating. You know it's good. So you know he be eating. <laughs> you know it's good. <laughs> he be eating. <laughs> yes. So. You got your start that way, and you're where you are right now is you are making cookbooks and showing people that they can be eaten and be a vegetarian. That's real. And okay, Chef Real. What up, though? Where you at in the culinary industry? And how do you, well, we know how you got your start, but where you at right now in the culinary industry? <laughs> well, right now, I'm an executive sous chef at Hamlin Corner, downtown Rolo. <laughs> and also, I am an entrepreneur, business owner. Uh, you can follow me at uh, grubbros.com. Well, anybody just tell you to shout you out? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, social yeah, media. Yeah, I was going to yeah, do that yeah, later, but yeah. it's good. Everybody going to follow him. <laughs> <laughs> Hater. I asked you two questions. Hater. I think it's going to get three out. <laughs> <laughs> Shay, Chef Shay, where are you at in the culinary industry right now, and how did you get your start? I think my mic. No, I turned it down because baby was talking. My bad. Go oh, ahead. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, that's I was wondering. Like, yes. <laughs> um. So I mean, I started. I was always cooking, doing something with my grandma. Uh, you know, I used to make you know the peanut butter and jelly crackers. Have you ever had one with the Ritz? The Ritz crackers? Saltines? Saltines. Oh. <laughs> we Struggle. <laughs> Struggle. <laughs> Saltines. Struggle. Real <laughs> Struggle <laughs> snacks. <laughs> Struggle snacks. Like, yes, you know, you got have... cinnamon and uh, sugar toast. Uh, yeah, oh, my yeah. little brother loved that shit. That's like so poor. I'm like, jeez, guys. <laughs> I got at least I got to get a Ritz cracker or a town club. Gosh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and, uh, I started making breakfast like. Grandma be like, you want to make me a snack? I'll go make me a snack. And then, uh, of course, you all, I seen that commercial, went to school. Um, you know, met you guys, you know. So where you at in the culinary industry right now? Oh, Lord. I am a sous chef at Creative Dining. So my school really pushed out some 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 chefs in real life. Like, we went there. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> we went, and, and babies, we pushed out some babies. <laughs> we went there. And we're, um, halfway through, I was like, fuck this shit. Like, <laughs> I could not find a job for shit. I have, um, we graduated. I graduated with my um, associate's degree in applied science and patisserie and baking. I'm the only P&B up in here. Uh, y'all got, y'all, you got, what you got, bachelor? Associate's degree. 
So she so she's okay. Y'all use culinary and use culinary. So ain't no HRM. Um, but I'm P and B. I started with culinary, but I was like, no, I want. To, I was, I got like tired, and then so I was like, I really enjoy the baking aspect of it, and so I went P and B, which is baking and pastry or patisserie. And um, so yeah, and I could not find. Shut up! <laughs> it was more fun. I thought it was. I thought it was more fun, but it's actually more scientific, <laughs> and that's harder. what I'm saying. Like it's way harder, but I didn't know that, and I could not find a fucking job in the P and B field, and then I got started on the line. Like, I'm like, I want a job. So I just took any job. And I was on the line. And then I found out that being on the line is actually way more fun. It's more fast-paced. You know, I be sitting there, you know what I'm saying, waiting for your bread, your bread to rise. Literally <laughs> sitting there waiting for bread to rise. And I'm like, I got on the line. I got thrown on the line. Got thrown in the expo window. Got thrown in. And I was like, and, but but while in school, did y'all notice that? It, well, I don't know if it was for the same for y'all. Y'all was working. But it was so hard to find a job during school because everybody around town hated us. Well, yeah, I started in, I didn't start in a cooking job first. I actually uh, okay. started at Big Five Sporting Goods first. That was actually my first job when I got out there. Bro, because Rail worked find. every fucking way. <laughs> <Yeah, I really, laughs> that nigga had a thousand jobs. Like, I'm Jamaican. <laughs> but that, but that, I had one job. This nigga had a thousand job. jobs. This nigga worked at yeah. the gas station. Yep. He worked somewhere everywhere. KFC. And we all worked at KFC. Yep. But let me tell y'all this. Let me tell y'all, <laughs> let me tell y'all this little tidbit. So we was at KFC. I don't know if you remember this, but we was at KFC. So Chef Real had a lot of jobs. He done been in the kitchen. He done been in the industry already. We, I was just still in school. We just starting out. So when you're a chef, when you're in the, in the, in the kitchen, you, you, you answer with hurt. You say, I need such and such, such and such. Hurt. Hurt. Or, and then you say her or you say yes chef this nigga we at KFC I need an eight piece dark and her. then they go okay we making an eight piece he like I don't hear a her bitch if you don't put that chicken in that goddamn bucket like I was like nigga this is it's KFC still a kitchen. It's still this a kitchen. is KFC that's still a professional but kitchen it, was, it does not make it less it was four of us that was in culinary school everybody else was fucking crackheads and they didn't know they, they didn't looked know up to us <laughs> they didn't they did not <laughs> <I know. laughs> He like I need an eight piece dark. I'm like okay, <laughs> but once yes, you chef. in the industry, you say her everywhere. I be in Walmart. Her no, nope. like, <laughs> no, I be in Walmart like right behind, right, right, right. <laughs> right behind, hot <laughs> <hop> behind. <laughs> which is mean, which means I'm right behind you. Get out my way. All the lingo, all the lingo. I love the even lingo. with conversations. You be like her, like oh I'll be over there and find. All right, her like her like. <laughs> oh, you got to get the lingo. Okay, yeah, the so. Lingo. But just because you ain't go to culinary school, it don't mean nothing. Like Amen. It, you, your experience alone defines you as a chef. So a like, lot of people that I've worked with over the years, none of them went, not, not none of them, but a lot of them didn't have any professional training, weren't classically trained at Le Cordon Bleu, but they are higher ranked than I was now. That kind of, at one point, it pissed me off. Mm-hmm. And then it pissed me off because, one, I wasted a lot of motherfucking money. Oh, my God. $42,000. Oh, my God. Yeah, because my first job, I was working at El Chiro Lodge. That was a tuition. For the associate's degree. Right. And he was like, fuck whatever you just heard. I mean, fuck whatever you just it heard. Was, right. It was worth it if you applied yourself. Like, there were people going to school for shits and giggles, and it was like, y'all wasting $42,000, taking all these breaks which pushed back your graduation date Me. and stuff like that. Like, the, the schooling was only 15 months long. So, like, was the bang that a, a, a year and a half? Bang that shit out to get an associate's degree? Come on now. 
So I wish yeah, I, 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 I pushed through it and and I finished it. And I I was a professional chef by twenty, and could nobody tell me nothing. Yeah, but at the same time, when we had to do that externship, I did my externship, and I did it in Chicago at a nice uh, um, fine dining restaurant called MK. And I'm working on the line next to a girl who uh, was, I was working for free, extern, not intern, extern, right. meaning I was working for free because I was, I was, I was bullshitting around and I didn't get my externship to the last minute. And so I literally t- walked into the place and was like, I need a job, I'll work for free, I need to graduate, I got, just, I got to do this, I'm free labor. And so they was like, hell yeah, they was making me do hella bitch work, but that's not the point. And so, but I'm on the line getting hella experience and I loved it. I really loved getting all that experience. But I'm working next to a girl who wanted to be a photographer. And she was letting me, in, in my eyes, I was getting trained. But in her eyes, she was like, bitch, you doing all my work. But I didn't know that at the time because I was young. And I was like, ooh, can I do this for you? Can I do this plating for you? I was, I was doing all the stations and learning all these yeah, I stations. Yeah. And I was learning all these stations, getting my experience and getting my externship. But her, she like, I'm at work getting paid. She was getting paid $10 an hour. And she was complaining because she wanted to go home because she wanted to be a photographer. She was going to school to be a photographer. She was lucked up on a fucking job. And I was, when I found out she was getting paid and I was working for free and I worked in the garmanger section, I worked in the, I was doing plate desserts. I ended up working on the line. I was working prep in the morning and staying late. What? Garmanger salad, salad, salad bar. <laughs> look, look, that Sorry. lingo again. He Sorry. said he ain't know the lingo. I was, yeah, and now and then, so I will go in. It was fine dining, so they didn't open for. They weren't open until four p.m. So I was going in at ten o'clock in the morning, and I was in Chicago in the winter, riding the subway by myself because I'm a dumb. That's a whole another story. I was dumb, and then so I'm getting there, spending on my last dime, getting on the train by myself early in the morning in the freezing cold to get to this restaurant to work for free and staying late because dinner didn't start till four. And then, so I'm working in the morning doing prep. And I work on the line. And I stay behind to break down so I can learn that part. And this bitch is complaining hey, because she, she want to leave. way too much to be working for free. First but I was learning. <laughs> I was, but in, them, in that externship, I learned so much more than I learned at school. No, because I, I, I end up I working on all those that, stations. Yeah. I end up working on all those stations. If I can go back and, like, not work. And just go to school. Yes, that was another part. Right. It was just I was poor. Working and going to school, it was a lot. We've been we've been out of school for ten years and we had a little reunion and I was just when we all got together, I was like, guys, we used to be so poor. We used to be so poor. <laughs> we still poor. I'm just we still poor. About. But we used to be so poor. We like poor. <laughs> but we used to be so poor. Like and I was just like, Oh my god, guys, we used it's to be cool. so poor. Like if I could have not worked while I went to school, it would have been great. I wish I could focus. Focus on school. I wish I could have focused on school and on school only, and then I would have, I would have did, I would have did a lot better. Or not went to school at all and just jump right into the restaurant industry like that girl did. And you know what I'm saying? I learned that way because on the job training was a lot, was a lot of training. I learned a lot at that restaurant for free, and I would pay forty thousand dollars. You you did all that. I didn't even have to leave Arizona. The well, job, I left. the job that I was working at allowed me to do my. Yeah, uh, extern I did that as too. an internship yeah, there, and I still got paid. for Oh it. no, no, I could have did that too, but I, like I said, I was being, I was thought bopping, and I moved, <laughs> I moved to Chicago trying to thought bop. <laughs> Don't laugh at TC. I'm a thought bop. Oh my god! So I had moved to Chicago trying to thought bop, and end up running out of time to get my externship together, and um. So that's why I could have stayed in Arizona and did my externship at my job because I was finally working in my industry and being. A, a baker at because a, a, you, then you end up coming right back. I didn't go back. I haven't been back to Arizona, except for to visit. 
I didn't go back. I guess so. Okay. Yeah. I moved everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I moved everywhere. And I worked everywhere doing a lot of things. And and I still haven't worked at a bakery since then. Because <laughs> I've been on the line. I've been on the line ever since then. I've been on the line. And how do you... Okay, so... Got her degree in P&B. Okay. And now not working in the field. I think not, okay, me and you, well, Shay, are the only ones who got our degree and are still working no, in the same field. Rachel, yeah, shout, out, shout out to Rachel and Janie and them. Yeah, Janie's still Janie. running the restaurant. Rachel is um, a sous chef. I mean, we're talking about people that's here right now. Right, okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Let's talk about that part. But he was HRM though. Oh no, he was culinary. Oh, he was culinary. Okay, but culinary, you learn all the parts. I didn't learn all the parts. I was only PMB. So let's talk about where I am in the industry. I'm not in the industry anymore. But I chose to take my take a step out of the industry because I had a child and I got hired into a company Aww. that I wanted to uh, get the money. And I could have been in the industry technically still Aye. at the hospital. But I wanted to get more money, and I chose a job where I can get more money, spend more time with my kid, and do nothing. And then I, on the side, I'm a server. I'm a server now. So I went from the back of the house, that's in the kitchen, to the front of the house, that's serving. Front of the house is serving and bartending, busing, et cetera. Back of the house is cooking or utility. And so mm-hmm. that's what I'm here to say. I've experienced both sides of the window. And I don't know. I like, so front of the house, you a server. You get money, cash in your hand. Daily. Daily. And I get a nice little chill, a nice little penny. I get a nice little, I work at, um, I work at a, a little, little diner, America's Diner, if you Google it. But um, <laughs> I'm not saying the name of the company I work for. But I work at a little diner and I get a nice little, it was a side hustle. I get a nice little, a little money every night and I'm, that's my spending money. And then my other job was my regular money. And so, and I keep saying to myself, I don't want to lose it. I don't want to lose my mojo. I need to get back in the. I need to get back to the back of the house. But that cash keeps me in the front of the house. I need. I wanted to have some more, some more servers, so that um, some that they can uh, uh, you know, say weigh they, in on they have. weigh in on the front of the house side. Cause like I was telling Shay the other day, you in the back of the house, you the cook, you the chef. It's fuck servers. Fuck front of the house. It's beef. Definitely. I don't give a damn. Yeah. It's East Coast, so, West Coast so out exactly here. It's Tupac and Biggie, front of the house versus back of the house. Like, Y'all better come get this plate for you. Get this food out my window. It's I don't want no damn food. Food is dying in my window. I don't want this damn food. Who the fuck put this Which in? Which means the what? food is getting cold in the window. <laughs> right. Who the fuck rung this up? Well, we got a the food is dying in the window. It's dying in the window. Damn food in the window. Can I eat this? Bitch, get out my window. Right. No, you can't eat this. Or this shit that we don't even make now. Just right. Back there and make- C server. Can you not oh, put that, the onions I on this? I can't stand that. But I was a hey, cook. Can you make this for me today? No. I was a cook. I was a cook. It's not so on the menu. You don't ask me to make it. I was a cook. So I've been in the back of the house. But now I'm a server. And now I'm that dumbass server in the window. Like, <laughs> I know you said 86 such and such. But I know. Please. No. <laughs> no. There's no more. Now I'm the server. <laughs> In the window, waiting for my food. Like, um, excuse me, I need my da da da. da. I forgot to. Oh, wait, can you, can you, um, can I get this on the fly? You gonna get cussed out? I know. See, nah. I get cussed out all the time. <laughs> if you my homie, if you my homie, I be like, I got you. For so long, but you so long. When you in a rush, it's a rush out there. It's people waiting. You know what I'm saying? And you got that serving window. Like, I forgot to put no mushrooms, and you already done. You played the shit, like. <laughs> No, it's going out. Are they dying? Oh, well. Are they allergic or they don't like it? Right. <laughs> Are they out. allergic or they just don't like it? Like, no, it's going pick, out. You better you pick that out yourself, then. Yeah. It's going out. I just send them out another plate. Just tell me. Just eat yeah. it until I get done yeah. making the rest. But, <laughs> <laughs> scared yourself, dude. Is that hot? <laughs> you never worked in a restaurant? You need to. You need to experience. 
you need to experience. And I think everyone, you need to experience because speaking as a server, everybody needs to everybody experience needs it. to experience right. the service yeah. industry because people be coming in my motherfucking restaurant acting the fools from the from the speaking from the front of the house and the back of the house. Customers be acting the motherfucking fool. Like, do you? This is my like. You people, might, but the person you come don't. with might not. You right? Know? Yeah. Don't I'm as speaking as it's on the server side. Don't come, excuse me, snap your motherfucking fingers at me again. And all these allergies and uh, gluten free this. Look, me. you know the establishment you walking into already. Don't come don't to Red Lobster with a shellfish allergy. Right. Thank you. Like, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, 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 no. They they prepare it right, you know. Some places do. They just don't want to do it. (laughs) They be like, I gotta make this one plate, this one vegetarian plate for this party. Some places do. (laughs) No, no, some, some places do. It all depends on where you go. It depends on no. It depends on who working. Cause I work at a I work at a small little That's diner. Very y'all know true. that is true. Okay, y'all y'all know where I work. Who's working? Y'all know where I work. And I work oh. at I work at a small little diner that you know y'all know where I work. So I got some people that work that don't give no fuck. They don't use. They don't take proper precautions. And I got some people that work that actually give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? It all it all depends. It don't matter. I used to work at a fine dining place, and there's people that don't give a fuck. It's people that don't give a fuck everywhere. It's people that do. Like, you know what I'm saying? All that, I never, I've, honestly, I've never experienced a place that people be nervous about getting their food spit in and stuff like that. I've never worked in yeah, a place I've never, that yeah, I've actually never, witnessed no. that. But I can witness some carelessness. Right. Like, I know you said no mushrooms, but I'm about to pick these shits out. Hope you don't die. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Right. Like, right. I know you might die, but oh, well, I got, I got three more to make. So, shit, I make all these at once and split them into three plates. Like, <laughs> I've experienced carelessness, but never no maliciousness. Yeah. But, um, you know what I'm saying? I never experienced nobody throwing nothing on the floor, nothing like that. But, you know, it's people that don't give a fuck everywhere. It's people that don't give a fuck. And people that do care. Because I work, and, you know, I'm classically trained. And I'm in school. I want to be a health inspector. Because I worked so many places, I saw, one, the fear that health inspectors put in people's eyes. Oh and I really God. want that in my life. And two... <laughs> I that's, that's real power. That I is real power. The carelessness, and I like. I'm, I'm in school. I want to be a health inspector because I want to be in charge of helping, like you know, keep people alive and keep their food safe. And so I worked at a hospital here in Michigan, and they are nasty. And if you want to know where that's at? Let me know. Hit me up in DMs. Obviously, don't eat at that hospital. I worked at a hospital that is the best of the best. You know what I'm saying? I worked at a. Uh, I worked at a um, a gay bar in Ann Arbor. And they are nasty. I was taking pictures of, oh, my God. And that's when I was like, I really got to be a health inspector because this that's what put it over the top. Like, let me get my ass back in school because I'm going to be a health inspector and I'm coming back to this bitch because they was nasty. The man that owned it, he was giving everybody one towel for their whole work week. Oh, you got And you had to stuff. wash it out with your hand and hang it outside and use it again when you come back to work. What? One towel. No matter what your job was, you, you got one towel. Prep, cook, server, bartender, you got one towel. Because he don't want to pay for towels. Like, my God, I would bring one from home. Stop playing. But, yeah. <laughs> but my question, one thing that I have to, that I've been, like, like thinking about is, how y'all feel about people like like me who don't have any restaurant industry uh, experience or professional training that are calling themselves chefs? Like, you see people on Facebook and Instagram and stuff selling plates on Facebook Market. I'm selling dinners. 
and that link in the bio book me to catering and you don't know nothing but you are you a chef like how do you feel about that are you a chef because you can make food or are you or are you a chef because you have the experience like how do you feel about that and what like I mean, it's a little bit. I don't want to sound like a hater. No, it's a little bit of both. Some people, like, like, you can call yourself a chef, but that doesn't make you one. You know, your crowd, your audience, the people that you that eat your food, those are people who are going to signify you as a chef. You know, repeat customers and things like that, and the, the experience that follows behind it. So, I mean, just because you're not classically trained or went to school for it, doesn't you know? Lesson like, you as a chef. I mean, again, like you were saying earlier, you know, I know people who've trained me who didn't have any lick of culinary experience, right. but they taught me so much, you know, right. little tricks in here that they learn just by experience that we still have, have to learn as chefs anyway. Just because you got a degree, okay, you went to school for 15 months or whatever like that, that doesn't make you a yeah. chef either. During school, when we used to, I used to go to different restaurants, and even when I, like, after school, when I graduated, like, oh, because you got this piece of paper, don't mean you know everything. And I, it was so hard in the beginning, because people used to look at my at my resume, and there's nothing on there except school. And they're right. like, see, you don't know anything. You don't know anything. Or, and, but now, and I have all, these, uh, all this experience now, and they look at my, oh, you're a chef. And I feel in my heart, because I'm not in the industry anymore, I feel like I could just stop calling myself a chef. Like, I... You will always like, be a chef. I feel though. like, I feel... Like I'm like I'm I've wasted like a lot of time and I like should just take the chef off my name. I am Ms. Pastry Dukes. Follow me on Instagram. It's no chef. You're but, still a chef. But like I barely bake. Like so I'm like I but it's a bake. it's a girl it's girls and guys out here that's selling cakes and pies and what you call it? everybody wanna sell a baked potato. What's up with that? Anyway. <laughs> baked potatoes are hazardous food products. I would not buy that off Facebook. Anyway. Baked potatoes are hazardous food products. I mean, it's hard to... It, they grow bacteria easily. It's hard to keep them... Like, if you're not keeping them at the right temperature, you can... It's it's likely to get food foodborne illness. And so, I don't know why everybody want to sell a goddamn baked potato on Facebook. But it's people selling selling dinners and selling cakes and pies and cupcakes on Facebook and Instagram. And they they sell 20, 20 things and now they are chefs. And they like... I mean, they make No, they're whole, not chefs. They're cooks. But they making whole... Pages, business pages, and starting businesses out their trunks. That's false and I'm like, wow! I went to school, <laughs> and this person didn't do nothing. And now she's chef such and such, or he's chef such and such. I mean, but at the same time, but what am can I we hater? say defines you as a chef? Right? Though? Am I a hater? I'm trying not to be a hater, but I'm like, ah, and I feel I feel halfway disrespected, but halfway a hater. Like I don't know how to feel like about this. I don't know Maybe because I mean, you feel like you took the time to. Educate yourself in that area. Yeah, and I still refuse to. Don't fucking pull up on me talking about something. You want some cake? <laughs> I, I bake when I feel like it. <laughs> but like, I know I'm like, I don't even cook. So let me just. But you can't get mad up. at them because right. you lost your passion and your drive to cook, and they're just you know they just niggas out the theirs. right. Like I love doing this, so I'm but but this. but for them, it's it's a facade, it's a phase. Some it, it, some it, of them. Some. Okay, I mean, okay, it might last a year, it might last two years, but this this chef thing that we're calling it, it's 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 life. Like <sighs> I got knives tattooed you cook on my all neck. Day. Right, right. <laughs> I do. <You> know? <laughs> I got a cake, a whole cake tattooed on my neck. So I, I wouldn't classify them as chefs unless they're going full-blown catering. They about to open up an establishment. They get in the building, things like that. Then, all right, I can view you or, or signify you as a chef. But otherwise, you know, you're just selling dinners on the corner. 
out of this, you know, <laughs> little grill or whatever. I respect it because, you know, muscles. sometimes that shit be banging or right. whatever. But I'm not going to call you a chef. I'm just going to say that was some good, that was a good burger, <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> you hooked up, you seasoned the shit out of that burger, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, these ribs slap. That's some good barbecue sauce, you know, like. Yeah. Or even hole in the walls. Yeah. My uncle makes some good cook-ups. He learned how to cook in jail. Cook-ups. Hey, I would call him a chef over some of these other people. My uncle, shout out to Uncle Kenny. He could cook his ass off. Everybody know. Especially when he's drunk. I agree. You got to go. We got to go. We're busy. You're busy people. I understand. You got to go. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How to feel about that? I need to get I need to get back in the industry. I was just talking about: Do I want to be in front of the house or do I want to be in the back of the house? I love it both. I need to find a job that I can do That's what she two said. days a week. To... Yeah. <laughs> I do what? Do my job. You know, I I love my job now. Like I did the whole. If you have to. working every day and uh, long hours. You know. Say your goodbyes. Wait. Okay, but Rail got to go. Yeah, Chef Rail got things to do. He you did know, just come out. He came life. straight from the kitchen. Right. I still smell like kitchen right now. So. <laughs> but okay, wait, Rail. That's my cue, Chef Rail. MediaGrubBros.com. Thank you. Do you want people to follow you on social media, sir? He doesn't stink. You want people to, you can give your shop, you want people to follow you on anything? Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye. We still going. Bye, Rail. Lock my door when you go out. We in the hood. <laughs> but, so yeah, Shay, you went from being in the regular industry to um, being in the corporate kitchen. How was that? Well, I yeah, like we have kids now. So being in a regular restaurant, working in regular restaurant hours, uh, was is difficult with a kid. You yes. can't do that. We can't. I, that's why I stopped. That's why I left out the... Um, out of a regular restaurant, you know, setting because I have a child and it was difficult. But then I got comfortable not being in the kitchen anymore, and now it's hard for me to go back. Like I be, I'm, I'm looking at filling out applications and trying to get back into the industry, but it's like I'm dreading it. But I, I love it. I do love it. But it's just like I don't want to be, I don't want to be forced back. Like right I feel now, like I'm being forced back. And since I'm in like corporate setting, it's like, ooh, I'm getting spoiled. Right. I, get, I like every holiday. Everybody right, everybody, everybody know if you're in the restaurant industry, you don't <laughs> got a, a weekends and holidays. Weekends and holidays so. You working? Right. That's what. That's what. Ain't no thing out is Friday. Everybody eat on Friday night. It's Saturday night. It's Sunday at the church and on the holiday because they don't feel like cooking. Ain't no thing out is Friday when you in the restaurant industry. Right. Like, and so that's why I left out of the restaurant industry because I couldn't do it with the kid. No, nope. especially when you're a single mom. It's like. Dang, I want to spend time with my son too. Like I'm at work all the dang all the time. Like right. he need uh whatever I want to teach him, that's what I want to do. Right. I don't want nobody else teaching him something. Then I'll be like, hold on, where you learn that from? Right. But but I wanna go back. I need to get back. I feel like I feel like I don't want to lose my mojo. So I gotta get back in the industry. But I don't wanna I, I don't want I'm I'm get, I'm spoiled by not being in a hot ass kitchen in the summertime. I'm spoiled by not missing out on these holidays and stuff. But but the front of the house, you ain't gotta be sweaty. You can wear a nice uniform and talk to people. And but sometimes I don't be want to talk to these motherfuckers. Like I be like, uh, what you want to eat, chat? Like, <laughs> see, nah. How I'm gonna do both? I am no. I'm. It's a process. Put my baby headphones on. It's a process to be 
you know, a health inspector. It's not as easy as it sounds. Like, I'm about to just fill out an application out, and then now I'm, a, now I'm a health inspector. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I got to fire somebody to hire me. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to get the training. I want to continue my education so that I could be the biggest, best health inspector or, you know, whatever. But... I don't know. Like I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Now, it's like I've, I'm face to face now with, with the, the people. Yeah, yeah, that's a different so, like, type. I'm used to like I want to be in the back. Be in the back I don't want to talk to nobody. Here's your food. If I go out, it's because it's a party. Like, hey, how you doing? All right. Want to meet the chef? All right, cool. That's it. Bye. Get out of my kitchen. <laughs> or you know, I'm now. I'm like, eh, how you doing? Sometimes, but sometimes it's like. You get those people that come through your line, you're like, all right, you already know. The sign is right here, so read it. They be like, oh, so what do you got? What you mean what I got? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You don't know what that is? Sometimes it's, like, irritating because they be like, uh. And I got a whole line. I be like, you want this? You want that? You want this? All right, bye. Thank you. Have a great day. Right. I Well, see, I'm, I've been, I, like I said, I've been on both sides of the window. And yeah. people can be ridiculous. As a server... Some customers are ridiculous. And then I got to deal with kids. <laughs> I be like, I don't want to look at your baby. I don't want to talk to your motherfucking baby. Here, get your fucking food and go. And then the kids be making all type of mess. And then tips. See, as a cook, you, you getting paid your flat rate regardless. As a server, you working off these tips, you got to smile. Because if you don't smile, you get a raggedy motherfucker that like, oh, she didn't smile at me. I ain't tipping her. Like, bitch, I got 50 tables. I got a party. I got a 10 top, a, a 5 top, and then you're uh, wanting to smile ass. Like, people don't understand tipping. People don't understand it. You know, uh, tipping actually started off as an insult because slaves were... Uh, servers and so people used to throw their change at them and that's how they got tips and that's why they don't do it in Europe but tipping is okay people don't understand tips people think like I'm gonna leave this, this dollar or I'm gonna leave the change from my 20 and that's a tip like you don't understand like we getting paid three dollars or whatever an hour these tips matter girl look at your child <laughs> and then we have kids climbing on tables and things he's a baby chef he was actually uh, seasoning some chicken the other day my baby be cooking too <laughs> I'm not baby to learn how to cook young because my baby, because I didn't. Yeah. Look. <laughs> He's going to cook for his doing? ladies. <laughs> you can't cook for everybody. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? But, yes, like, so it means you never had a restaurant job at all? No, 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 no. You need to experience. I feel like right. I feel like working in a restaurant should be required. Because I feel like everybody needs to understand the service industry so that people don't go acting the ass when they go out. Yes. Yeah. You don't got to cook in the service industry. There's different things to do in the service industry. <laughs> but You need to experience I think, all the different personalities yeah. who you work with. Old people coming in telling you their whole life story. You be like, can I get a cob salad with no cheese because cheese backs me up. I didn't ask you that. Right. Okay. No cheese. The fuck? <laughs> or people coming in acting like they don't speak English or... It's a lot. Yeah. It's not nice. <laughs> people people got to eat. But, I mean, we went to the, we lived in Arizona, so we picked up. When you work in the kitchen, you pick up a little. No, no, no. When you work in kitchens, you know it's a lot of Hispanics in the kitchen. Always. Pick up a little Spanish when you work in the kitchen. Yes. Always. That just reminded me of when I was working in Florida. 
the kitchen was nothing but Spanish people. If ain't no Mexicans in the kitchen, it's probably not a good kitchen. Yeah, they, they went hard. I'm sorry. They, hard. they do. Ain't no cook, ain't no good kitchen if there ain't one Hispanic person. You gotta learn some. You gotta know pollo. Everybody know that chicken. You gotta learn how to say stuff. You gotta learn how to say a little bit of Spanish when you work in the restaurant industry. Yeah, you got to. You, you gotta learn. You the over there like, hey, can I get hello? hello? <laughs> can I get hello? No mommy's way. <laughs> like, who is she talking to? No mommy's <laughs> way. <laughs> working in the and working in the restaurant, you gonna learn some Spanish regardless of where you live at because it's always gonna be a Hispanic person in the kitchen. You gotta work in the restaurant, and I feel like working in the in the service industry should be required for everyone as a part of life, like drivers training, like because <laughs> because you gotta learn how to. People need to learn how to act. People need to learn how to act. And people need to learn how to rap. Right, but they don't. They don't. I be having people. Oh my god, I served someone the other day, and they I don't know what they ordered, but they picked. Oh, it was pancakes. And no, like, if you put the butter on top of the pancakes automatically, this motherfucker, I always give people napkins. You have napkins. If you have silverware, you're going to have a napkin. I uh, gave them napkins, and I gave them extra napkins. And I put the plate down, and I walked away, and I went to go get something, and I came back, and this man scooped the butter off of his pancakes and put it on the, pl- on the table, just on the table. And I was like, why would you do that? I, I, ain't, I don't hold my tongue with my goddamn customers. I said, now why would you do that? He was like, well, I don't like butter on my pancakes. And I said, first of all, you could have told me that, and I wanted to put the shit on your fucking pancakes. And second of all, what that got to do with you putting it on the bare-ass table? I got to clean that up. He was like, well, what was I supposed to do with it? It's a, a napkin. napkin. You could have put it on a side of your plate. You could have said, ma'am, I don't want no butter. And I was like, really, though? Really? And he was like, I don't got no napkin. And I pointed to the napkin that was right next to the motherfucking plate. He like, so you about to trip over some butter? I said, nigga, yes, I am. Yes, I am. The fuck? <laughs> the fuck? Niggas be trying to, oh. niggas be like looking at, trying to look at my name tag, trying to find me on Facebook. I had one guy that did find me on Facebook and I was like, you're a fucking weirdo. He gonna say something, and you look familiar, don't know you from where? Stop playing, weirdo. Because you didn't tip. The fuck? And, uh, listen, PSA, servers remember you when you don't tip. Servers remember you when you do tip, but we really, really remember you when you don't. The fuck? I at least try to tip 20%. 15 is the lowest you can go. Your fucking change from your 20 ain't a tip. <laughs> Just because I didn't come back in 10 seconds with your ranch, remember, I got other people to fucking feed. I'm sorry I didn't bring your funky ass ranch back, bitch. But you better tip me. <laughs> tip me, the fuck? I had a stripper come in. Well, I used to work at Starters. And, um, you know, uh, there's a strip club right down the street. So strippers used to always be in there. I had a bitch... Put my tip in my uh, apron, like I was a stripper. I said, "Bitch, you is the stripper. Don't put my tip in my way in my goddamn apron." I said, "What the hell?" She's. I had people tip me ten cent. Trash. That's just rude. And I and I sometimes I hate being like judging people by like how they look, but I sometimes I you sometimes you have to because I'm obviously people come like oh they're not gonna tip or the way that people order like when you look at the meal like how much this cost how much this cost how much is that extra piece of cheese. Mm, uh-uh, I can't get, forget it, forget it. I don't want to get that. How much is it if I add this? Oh, oh, never mind. So they're not going to they're not gonna motherfucking tip. So let me not, motherfuckers, but it's such, is this free refills? Oh, I'm not getting no tip out of these motherfuckers. They don't want to pay the extra dollar. You don't want to pay the extra 30 cent for cheese. I know I ain't going to get no tip out of them. Like, that's the only thing with, with the front of the house. You know you got to smile and hem and haw and shuck and jive. In the back of the house, I'm getting paid regardless. I'm getting paid if this bitch is empty or full. 
That's the upside and the downside. Because if it's 100 people coming in, I'm going to get paid the same price than if it's one person coming in. Exactly. I'm busy. If I'm busy and dying in the back, I'm going to get paid the same amount. If I'm busy and dying in the front, I'm going to get paid different. Like, that's, that's the, the only, only reason thing. why I couldn't be a servant. That's a, but when that cash hits your hand at the end of the night, when you counting your money, yeah. looking like a stripper. Like, when I used to work at the Capitol Grill, man, especially during holiday time, they'd be like, oh, I just made about $600. Like, damn, let me go to the front. Can I? Uh, can I? <laughs> That's what I really be like. Damn, I need to be a server. I but, used to get tipped sometime in the back of the house. Sometimes, like, depending on who come in, somebody special come in, he be like, give this to the cook. Like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. No, well, they started some, as, um now. So, and some restaurants, they do. They do. There's uh, tip out at a lot of restaurants. Yeah. But I remember I worked at a bakery and Grant Hill came in. And my fucking manager came in, came to the back and was like, Granny, who's coming? Don't, don't be crazy. Like, don't, don't be weird. Don't be extra. And I was like, first of all, I don't give a fuck about sports. Cool, Grant Hill, whatever. And so this bitch ended up giving him extra pastries for his kids, extra cookies and shit for his kids, right? That nigga did not tip. And I was like, and she was in the front, oh, Mr. Hill, thank you for coming. Oh, my gosh. Yay. And gave him all this extra shit, and he didn't tip. And I was like, now look at your ass. And then somebody else came, and I had made, like, a um, decorated a little cake or whatever, and they tipped me $20. I was like, well, look at that. And Grant Hill ass ain't tipping. He got extra shit for free, giving out free shit. I had given out free shit and not getting tipped for it. Like, oh, here's an extra drink. Here's some extra shit for your little baby or whatever. Here's a free dessert. And then thinking they're going to tip and don't get a tip for don't it. Don't get no tip. Fuck y'all, okay? Like, Fuck uh, y'all. The Cabo Girl in Atlanta, um, I used to work there a long time, so you might have me. Say it <laughs> plenty of times, but Oprah been delicious. there. Like when Oprah came, I was like, Atlanta was. <laughs> I was like, oh okay. Everybody else like, oh my god, Oprah here, oh my god, Oprah here. It was like the Greenleaf yeah. cast. They came in for a party. A whole bunch of people from like the Atlanta housewife type of stuff. Like a whole bunch of celebrities used to walk in there. Working in the like, airport was the most fun because yeah. you had a lot of famous people at the airport. But you know what? You walk past them. I don't really. I don't. Depends on who it is. See, if it was Pooch Hall, I'd be like, oh, Pooch. baby, take me now. <laughs> but anybody else, I'm like, oh, okay, hey. Or I, I might just walk past him and didn't even know I walked past. Right. She sent me a picture of Bobby Valentino like, I know he's famous. I don't know who it is. I'm like, girl, Bobby Valentino. <laughs> <laughs> he at our restaurant. I like Bobby Valentino. I uh, guess. I liked when, like, I ain't never seen nobody at, in Atlanta that I care. I saw some more walking. And then it was a midget behind her. Yeah, and I was like, "Look, some more." And then right behind it was a midget. I was like, "Oh shit!" It's- <laughs> <laughs> Looking like Diavani. <laughs> you hear TT laughing on the headphones? <laughs> yes, but the industry is great. You got to get in the industry, Mies. But um, we almost gotta wrap the show up. We we sweating in this bitch like we in the kitchen. That's another thing I don't I don't miss about the kitchen is sweating. But um, the studio got to stay warm. The equipment got to stay warm. But Mies, where can people find you in your cookbook? Yeah. <laughs> Comfortable vegetarian. Yes, y'all can. If y'all follow the figuring it out the podcast Instagram page or Facebook page, it will be in the in the bio. I mean, in the uh, description. And he's a friend of the page, so y'all can go through my friend list and find him. If you follow. Figuring it's out underscore the podcast on Instagram or figuring it out the podcast on Facebook or you Google figuring it out with Dukes. That's this show. I am Dukes. And this is figuring out the podcast. This has been the chef episode. Chef Shay, 
you wanted the people to follow you? Because she got a, um, she be making plates and shit. Um, you can find me, uh, it's on Facebook, uh, Jazzy Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or Sharonda Jackson on um, Instagram, you know. Yes. Y'all want some, uh, I'm Ms. Pastry Dukes, M-Z-P-A-S-T-R-Y, Dukes. Follow me on Snapchat. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm not going to follow you back. I'm not going to even, uh, you know, who got time. But Snapchat, that's where I be at. And the page, this is where I be at. And I be in these streets, you know what I'm saying? Cooking or whatever. I don't be cooking. I need to. I need to get back into it. I still, I, what have I figured out from the show? I don't know what I want to do with my life. Like, <laughs> I want to get back in the industry. I miss it. I miss food. I miss making people happy when I cook. But it's hot. <laughs> I like my weekends. I like my holidays. Like, I want to see my family and shit. But I like that money to tip me. If you're tipping, if you're tipping, find me on social media. Find out where I work and come tip me. Or you could just cash at me. It's still M-Z-P-A-S-T-R-Y. Dukes, Miss Pastry Dukes. I like money. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Old men be coming to the restaurant. Be like, ooh. I be like, ooh, the fuck? Like, where your money? <laughs> where the money at? The fuck? Like, people always want to take me home and shit. Okay, where the money at? The fuck? <laughs> yeah. Not try to book a party and think that I'm not gonna charge you three hundred dollars for twenty five people. Right. People all see that that home that home catering shit. Niggas think people always want a discount. People always want. To, I said two dollars a cupcake. That's a lie. I can't go to Walmart and get for a dollar. Well, go to fucking Walmart. <laughs> go to Walmart and get your fucking food, and then you don't gotta worry about how much my shit costs. It's not gonna taste the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I've been seeing your food. I've been looking it be looking good. Well, I'll be eating I'll be eating my chicken. Like that look cute. That's cute or whatever. I need to lose what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try. I be trying to be once to study vegan in Atlanta. That was lit. I liked it. It was good. The line was too long. The line was too long. I liked it. If the line wasn't that long, I would have went back. It was good. Um I think we waited like an hour or so. We went we went late. We went late at night. They said like when they first opened the line, be long, long, long. We went late at night. But um, it was good. If the line wasn't so long, I wouldn't went back. It was good. It tastes like a good, it was a good ass burger. I only could eat, it was big too. So I only ate half at a time. It was good. Regular ass fries. They tasted good too though. <laughs> I like bean good. burgers. Good. Black bean burgers are great. Don't you love when you be on the line, you create some shit out of the shit that you got? You be getting tired of eating the shit that's on the menu. Then people see it like, ooh, ooh make me one see. of them. Nah, we ain't got these. This ain't that. <laughs> I miss that's what I miss about the fucking restaurant. Like I miss about working in a restaurant is eating. <laughs> just eating. Just going and walking in and eating. Going and walking in and screaming. Going and walking in and be like, fuck this shit. Or going and walking in and be like, why am I here again? Like, <laughs> what did I walk in here for? <laughs> Right? Out the, out the flash freezer? Dog, they, they, got the, they got a flash freezer. You ever watch like Chopped and they make something, they put it in a little blast chiller to make it get cold faster? That's what they do with the ribs that P.F. Chang's. And then you take one, it be all tender and shit. It be so they good. Be good. They, they be like, good as fuck. They all seasoned up. Because you sneaking, yeah. You sneaking, yeah. You be like, damn, I'm hungry. Shit, I'm ready right. to eat. Be yeah. on the line, be on the line, drop some chicken, <laughs> drop some, uh, the, uh, general, uh, general chain chicken in the, uh, in the fryer real quick and eat it like a chicken nugget. Good shit. You be like, Ooh, I need to get some water. I'm like, Oh, I gotta go get some, I gotta go get right, duh, dip it down, come up with a mouthful of food or <laughs> what you eating? Huh? Hurt? Like, <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. I gotta, you gotta make me some food. 
so I can um be comfortable vegetarian too or whatever. Right. Yeah, I'll make you some cupcakes. My cupcakes ain't vegetarian. I mean, they, they ain't got no meat in it, but it be eggs and shit. You ain't vegan, though, so you can eat that. I know I make vegan shit, though. I do. I know how to make a little bit of everything because I know how to... You know, adapt. I used to work at a uh, at a um, senior living facility, which was, that was really fun too. Because I make I was making everything from scratch. I really learned a lot from them. Shout out to them. I worked at a senior living facility, so you know you got a lot of dietary restrictions. No salt, low salt, and I learned no fucking damn like uh, cayenne pepper. I love cayenne. <laughs> I was putting that shit on everything. Them old people was like, <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Stop. I had an old lady come request me out to the front. And she yelled at me. I didn't even know she could walk because she always be on a little in a little in a little wheelchair thing. And she stood up like, my nose is running. I'm not no teenager. I can't eat this spicy stuff. I said, my bad, man. That's funny. I used my to work at an old folks' home. No, it's a senior living facility. You gotta I mean, respect our elders. I'm sorry. But yeah. I was I was doing all scratch <laughs> cooking there, and I went a lot there. I want I, I liked I really liked that. Only thing I didn't like, I was doing lunch, breakfast, no, breakfast, lunch, and dinner by myself, and washing dishes. Oh, hell no. Nah. I was just like, washing dishes is a tired. whole other level. And I had one lady that used to always come in the kitchen. This shit was haunted. Oh. <laughs> I had one lady that used to come in the kitchen and be like, you got my noodles? You know I only eat chicken noodles, too. So I'd be like, yes, it's right here. Can I, you know, whatever. But the shit was haunted. I really felt that this lady used to always come in the kitchen, right? And I was like, yeah, right, it ain't hunting. So it was one night I was there by myself, for real, for real. And I was washing dishes. All of a sudden, I was just seeing something in the corner of my eye. I was like, oh, shit. One down there. So I turned back around. I was like, let me just keep washing dishes. If you egg it on, they keep coming. So I was like, you know what, let me just keep washing dishes. And all of a sudden, I just got the chills from head to toe. I was like, oh, hell. Yeah, yeah. She well, you work in an Ovo's home. People be dying all the time. And I used to work at a ceiling facility. And then, you know, they always want their food a certain way. And then you get used to, like, I only eat, I had one guy who only eat a half a peanut butter and jelly or whatever. He used to eat, like, the same thing. It was a peanut butter and jelly for lunch or breakfast or whatever. All the time. And, you know, you get used to making their they food a certain way every day. You're like, oh, it's 2.30. I got to make such and such food. This certain way with this certain plate with their fork on the left because they old and that's how they want their shit. And then they motherfucking die and you got their food ready in the window. You're like, why nobody take take Bob's food out? Bob died. Oh, Lord, not Bob. Like, <laughs> oh, Bob. They took Bob out. Oh, Lord, Bob done died. Like, <laughs> what happened to Bob? Not Bob. Like, <laughs> no, but I love the industry. I need to get back in it. I miss it. If y'all want to hire me, so much Let fun. me know. I know I miss it. We gotta get it together. We gotta get it together. But all right, thank y'all for tuning in. This is figuring it out the podcast. Like and share, subscribe so y'all know when the show drops. Tell your friend to tell a friend to listen to the show. Become a vegetarian like me. You know, hire uh, Chef Shay to make y'all some food. She got a catering business. Oh, that part. Say bye, baby D. Okay, whatever. Bye. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.